Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It is Monday, February the 11th. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. Uh, February 14th is uh, spring training, pitchers and catchers for the Astros. I believe the Oakland A's have already started. Uh, so it's getting close, folks. And there's still hundreds, I guess maybe a hundred. Some of them might not count. But a lot of free agents are still out there. And when I woke up, our own Justin Verlander had a negative comment about the situation, so we're going to go over that. And also, Brian McTaggart, he uh, wrote a story this morning predicting the 25-man roster for the Astros. Also, ESPN has a story ranking the worst current contracts on all 30 teams, and you'll be surprised to find out who... They say the Astros' uh, worst contract is with. And uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this has to do with the fact that a lot of people, well, fans mostly and owners, they don't think the 10-year contract that Harper and Machado are looking for is a smart thing to do, and I don't either. But uh, also, one thing we're going to try to get to, if it happens... Last time there was a arbitration hearing with Correa. It came around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But Garrett Cole had his arbitration hearing today. So uh, if we hear anything, uh, updates, if I get an update on my phone. Uh, I know Mark Yu is on his toes waiting for this also. Maybe he'll send me a text. But So the chances are we might get a, a live update while we're doing the show. So anyway, we'll get to all of that stuff and more right after this. Okay, so I wake up this morning and one of the first things I do was turn on Twitter. And the very top of the page, first story overall, Justin Verlander's tweet. Let me share that with you real quick. 100 or so free agents left unsigned. System is broken. They blame rebuilding, but that's BS. You're telling me you couldn't sign Bryce or Manny for 10 years and go from there? Seems like a good place to start a rebuild to me. 26 to 36 is a great performance window too. 
So let me tell you this, my opinion. Bryce Harper is a very good candidate for someone that you would want to offer a 10-year deal. He's very marketable. Uh, He's going to put butts in the seats. He's going to sell season tickets, jerseys, everything. He's a good candidate. He's a good person to do it. And so with that being said, the Nationals offered him a 10-year deal. He wants a 10-year deal. They gave it to him. 10 years, $300 million. So this is my response. Um, I wrote, with all due respect, Bryce Harper was offered a 10-year deal with the Nats at the end of last season for $300 million. Based on my last year's salary, and don't do the math, but it would take me 3,529 years to make that much money. So, although I don't like to disagree or say anything negative about our Astros, I don't agree with this. It says you couldn't sign Bryce for 10 years. He was offered a 10-year contract. He turned it down. Now he's out visiting with the Giants, who are already telling him, we're not going to give you 10 years. I don't see why they won't, but... Baseball, there's a lot of bad contracts out there. Pujols, Cabrera, there's a lot of bad ones. And a lot of teams don't want to do it. But the Phillies, I thought I had read the Phillies offered him 10 years, $350 million. What's he waiting for? How is it the system? How is the system broke when Bryce Harper's turning down 10-year contracts? I don't get it. Justin Verlander, I don't agree with you. So another thing that popped out to me about Verlander talking about the system being broke is he will be a free agent next season, so he wants it to get fixed. But it's not broken, Justin Verlander. It's not broken. When you come out of next season and someone asks you, what are you looking for in a contract, and you say, I don't know, I'm 36 years old. Give me four years, $120 million. And let's say the Astros offer you that. Okay, if that's what you want, we'll give it to you. And you turn it down, and then you go uh, test the free agent market, and no one else offers it to you. How is that anyone's fault but yours? He wants a 10-year deal. He got offered it. The system's not broken. Him and Machado are blocking all these other guys from signing. I truly believe that Dallas Keuchel is waiting for these two guys to go somewhere so he can get more money from teams that want him. I think that he's possibly going to go to the Phillies if the Phillies don't get one of these guys. So let's look at the other part. Manny Machado, 10 years. Who would want Manny Machado for 10 years? Last season, I told you this. I've heard of Manny Machado. I knew Manny Machado was an all-star. I knew he was good. But the Orioles never in the playoffs, so I don't ever watch them. And so I watched the playoffs last season with the Dodgers, and he's stepping on guys' ankles 
when he obviously is grounding out. And I can't remember what else he did, but the guy's dirty. Who would want to sign this guy for 10 years? Manny Machado hurt himself. He hurt himself trying to get that money. But anyway, is he going to make a lot of money? Yes. I thought I read that the White Sox offered him seven or eight years. So go ahead and sign. Seven or eight year contract. What do you want? I think it was $250 million. I don't know what that is. I can't do the math that quick in my head, but it seems like a lot of money to me. They've been offered contracts and they're not signing them. Why don't they get on TV? Come on television and say, this is what I want. Manny Machado, say, I want a 10-year contract for $400 million. Like, tell us what you want. And then let the Major League Baseball teams get on TV and say, I, re- I, I uh, offered you this much. Manny Machado wants this much money, this many years. I offered it to him. Let's be transparent. A lot of things aren't reported, and we don't know what's going on. But these guys are doing it to themselves. They've been offered the money they want, and they're turning it down, trying to get more. I think they're battling each other, waiting for the other guy to sign. And I think, I've said it before, as long as they're unsigned, they are log jamming a lot of other players. So that's my view of that. Sorry, Justin Verlander. Not that you'll ever hear the podcast, but I do not agree with you. Okay, so now let's talk about Brian McTaggart predicting the uh, 25-man roster. So at the beginning of the story, he says there won't be many roster battles when the Astros open up camp later this week, and the ones that there are, they won't be decided until the final days of spring training. He says there's an open competition for the fifth starter spot, and uh, the club also has to sort out a crowded outfield as well as the final spots in the bullpen. Um, I had read this the other day, but he actually put it on here. He said, Jeff Luno said, I could pencil in the 25-man roster right now, and A.J. Hinch could probably match 24 out of the 25 names. So he's saying he could do a 25-man roster, A.J. Hinch could do one, and at least 24 would match. So... I haven't looked at it completely, but it's probably the same for me, too. So a lot of them are just givens. Uh, Chirinos on Stassi at catcher. Yuli Gurriel at first base. Altuve at second. uh, Bregman at third. Correa at shortstop. Now we go to the outfield, and you got Brantley, Springer, and Reddick. But he predicts Jake Marisnik making the roster. So this is one difference that I have that I had talked about a couple of days ago or it could have been yesterday I don't know but he predicts Jake Marisnik being on the roster out of camp and I've already said this and I actually text a couple of experts I can't remember their names Jake Kaplan and uh, Chandler Rome and they usually respond to me when I ask them questions but it is a fact that Tony Kemp is out of options. So let's go to what does it say about options. 
so we can see if we're both on the same page. This is what I'm reading, and let's see if there's just something I'm missing. Uh, when a player is out of minor league options, which Tony Kemp is, it becomes a tricky matter for his club. Out-of-option players are more likely to make the club out of spring training because that player must first be removed from the 40-man roster and exposed to outright waiver before he can be sent outright to a minor league affiliate. So being sent out on waivers means that the other 29 teams can take you. It's kind of like you have to pass through a hallway of 29 doors and the 30th door at the end is the Round Rock Express door. And on your trip to the end of that hallway, any one of these people can come out of, that, of their door and take you. Any 29, any one of the 29 other teams can just take Tony Kemp from us for nothing because we put Jake Marisnik on the roster. So what I think he's saying by saying that the rosters won't be decided till the end of camp is they have to make a decision, and that must be what they're talking about, if they're going to trade him or not. They, they're not going to let him go. They just can't do it, and it's irritating me that this guy doesn't even talk about it. Like, why don't you say this? It says Kyle Tucker and Tony Kemp will figure to push for playing time as well. But how's Tony Kemp going to push for playing time if he's gone? He's out of options. That's what I'm reading. That the option guy has to make the club or he gets outrighted or he has to go through waivers. So how, how can he say Jake Marisnik makes the team and Tony Kemp will push for playing time? If Jake Marisnik makes the team, Tony Kemp's gone. Who's not going to take Tony Kemp? There's no way. I kind of hope it happens just so I can prove my point that there's no way Tony Kemp ain't going to clear waivers. No way. Miami Marlins would scoop him up in a heartbeat. So you've got utility players. They got uh, Diaz and Tyler White instead of just naming them as the DH. So then we go to starting pitchers. You got... Verlander, Cole, McHugh, Wade Miley, super obvious. And he's predicting Josh James, and that's my prediction as well. So we agree on everything except the Tony Kemp and uh, Jake Marisnik thing. Now, I'm not saying I disagree that Jake Marisnik can be on the team or he deserves to be on the team, but I'm just saying, Cupid Shuffle, are we going to lose Tony Kemp just to have... Jake Marisnik sit on the bench six days a week. I don't, I don't, I don't know why you would want to do that. So relief pitchers, you got Osuna, who's the closer, Ryan Presley, Hector Rondon, Chris Davinsky, Will Harris, and Brad Peacock. He's got Peacock on here, but he's him and Valdez are both on here, but they're both gonna battle Josh James for the uh, fifth spot. But I have Josh James doing it. So these guys are both on it. And then Dean Dietz. So I totally agree with these eight guys in the bullpen. Uh, you have, it was a kind of a battle at the end between Dietz and Raymond Goujuan. Uh Maybe Goujuan makes it and Valdez don't. I had read there's a possibility 
that they send Valdez to AAA so that he can continue working as a starting pitcher. So in case Wade Miley doesn't work out or Josh James doesn't work out or we have some sort of injury, and this would have to be before uh, before Forrest Whitley gets called up, but they might want to leave Valdez in the minor leagues just in case we need him to come up and start. That way he's not used to being a bullpen guy and we can keep him ready to go. So I agree with most of this. Uh, I don't think we have a lot of differences, and it's super easy this year. Last year, I tried to predict the roster, and I think I made about three or four errors. But this year, I'm pretty sure that this is the 25-man roster, unless Brady Rogers, who I've been talking about his wife saying that people are discounting the fact that he's going to contribute this year, So I'm curious to see what he does. So that's it. And uh, let's go on to the next segment. Okay, so now I want to talk about a story that ESPN ran on January 31st. uh, It's called Ranking the Worst Current Contracts on All 30 Teams. So it goes on to say... Uh, here's a list of 15 players, all who are among the 40 highest played, highest paid players in 2018. You got Cabrera, Cespedes, Pujols, King Felix, Hugh Darvish, and about 10 others. I'm not going to list them all. So it says these players made a combined $361 million last season. And this made up about 8.5%, so almost 10%, 8.5% of all money spent on payroll, and they were worth a combined minus 1.1 war. And that is what uh, clubs are using now to decide what players are worth. So you can see by all these contracts that This takes a lot of people out of the Bryce Harper race because they've already got these contracts crippling their organizations. So what they did is they took one worst contract from each team. So it's not the 30 worst contracts. It's one contract from each team. So we will go. I'll scroll down and I'll give you a couple examples. The worst one, Baltimore Orioles. Chris Davis, four years 92 million dollars. Chris Davis hit 168. He struck out 192 times in 520 plate appearances, a war of negative 2.8, and they are stuck with this guy for four more years, 92 million dollars. Detroit Tigers, Miguel Cabrera, five years, 154 million dollars. Albert Pujols, Los Angeles Angels, three years, $87 million. So you scroll down, I won't read them all, and you see where the Astros are. So I kept scrolling and scrolling, scrolling and scrolling, and I get all the way down here, the Astros are number 26. So reading this story, I was curious, who are they going to say is the worst contract for the Astros? So I'll give you a second to think about it. Who would they say would be the worst contract? 
So anyway, I read the story. Number 26, Houston Astros, worst contract, Yuli Gurriel, two years, $18.8 million. It says Yuli is a solid regular, uh, but his numbers aren't special for a first baseman. And he said they would prefer to pay a younger, cheaper player for that level of performance. So I don't know how many triple A guys that we have given a chance to. Tyler White, A.J. Reed, John Singleton. None of those guys came up and hit 291. None of them made the impact that Yuli Gurriel has had. Yuli Gurriel has to, I mean, we know our guys better than the national media. I don't know if everyone out there agrees with me, but I love Yuli Gurriel. I believe he's my second favorite player. And I think he has timely hits. I think he contributed to the World Series championship. And I wouldn't want anyone else on our team playing first base. So let me tell you this. This just shows you what a great organization we have right now, what a great position we're in. And it also shows you what a great job Jeff Luno has done. If your worst contract is Yuli Gurriel, two years, $18 million. Okay, so I was going to, I told you I was going to update you if I got an update on the uh, Garrett Cole arbitration hearing. I didn't get one, so it's not going to make the show. Uh, but Mark just texted me and said Garrett Cole's arbitration case should be a slam dunk. They offered him 11. He wants 13. I think he's going to get it. So we'll go ahead and uh, report on that next time. So I wanted to give a shout out real quick to uh, a new follower on Twitter, a new listener of the podcast, uh, Home Run Pump at Astros Gas Pump. He said, uh, he said something nice. He put, y'all check out Rob Fontenot podcast. Just started listening today, and it's a good podcast for Astros baseball. So if you didn't know, I also have uh, a Twitter page that's just for the podcast. It's at Astros Podcast, so you can follow me on there too. So thanks a lot for listening. I do appreciate it, Mr. Home Run Pump. And if you ever have questions... Put them on Twitter. I'm not an expert, so it's really, I'm just going to give you my opinions. But if you have any questions, you want to discuss anything, I'm there for you. And, uh, you know, whatever you want. If you want want me to talk about something on the podcast, I'll do it. So anyway, thanks uh, everyone out there for listening. I do appreciate it. And we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.